0: Welcome to issue 118 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games.
1: Here, we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter
0: sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet.
1: As well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I... And one of your hosts, Christian. And tonight, joining me is my wife, Angela. Hello. And Steve. How you doing? Uh, Daniel. Hey, welcome. And finally, Mike. Hey, welcome
2: to the secret lair. Yes. So. Mike, you're taking over.
3: (laughs) Where did we get all these extra chairs from, guys? Uh,
4: I I don't know. We we stole them, of course. We're villains. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I stole this one from Mustafa's room. He's not coming back to claim it. All right, so listeners, if you're snapping your fingers, going where, where, where do I know those voices from? Uh, please welcome Christian and Angela, who are from the Married and Board podcast.
0: That's right. That's that's where we're from. We're
2: happy to be here in this uh, secret lair.
0: Yes, I was going to say the chairs were from Costco, but if we're villains, <laughs> you're right. We probably stole them.
2: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, this is the part of the show where we ask, uh, what you do, what you do. Did I just, did I summarize it all for you? Did I, did I steal your thunder? Yeah. You know, yeah. we
1: have a podcast, so next we... we can move on.
2: <laughs> no <laughs> a more detail. Podcast.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So like you said, uh, we have a podcast, it's called married and board. Uh, Angela, we've been going for about two two ha- two and a half. half. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half years. Um, we are a podcast about board games and, what it's like to play board games as a couple? Yep, because um, that's that's who we play with most—is each other.
0: We we're gonna because that's so fun. Yeah, um, yeah. So we usually chat about a specific game and some things about it. And uh, recently, we've been do, throwing in some kind of bonus episodes where we talk sometimes about Marvel Champions, sometimes about like themes and. Um, yeah, so that's been fun. Yeah.
1: And of course, we, we did a couple episodes on Marvel Champions. Uh, it's probably one of the games we play the most in this yes. house. Um,
4: so.
0: I just played it before we started recording. True. You were playing it with the kids. So.
4: <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah, I found you guys because I was looking for other Marvel Champion podcasts and then um, listened to those and then I went back and listened to others. And you guys are the ones who talked me into getting unfathomable for my oh, play group. Nice. Yeah. And how did th- how did that go? We hated it. Um <laughs> oh, <perfect. laughs> I loved it. I'll well, tell you why. We totally played some rules wrong, oh. so we didn't actually play it right. So we're going to go back oh. again and play it right. And um and I think we'll like it. So What we like rule did game. you get wrong? Uh like how many cards you get and when you get skill cards. So we, mm. there was too many skill cards and we were shuffling through the skill card decks like like crazy, so, sure. um, yeah. So that sort of watered down the whole experience. So we're going to try it again because uh, we like that theme. We like the Arkham theme, and uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah,
1: I, w- I will say from our our group's experience, it has created some of the best um, stories uh, that we tell. You know, in other game nights, like yes. remember when? And we don't trust you because of this. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes. It all goes back to unfathomable
0: or sometimes me and a and a friend who's in our game night we'll just we were the hybrids once so we'll just start going crawl yeah just <laughs>
2: yeah to this day i go to an annual convention and there's still people who i only know because they betrayed me in battlestar galactica
1: oh for sure
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love hate those
4: guys well nice. that's awesome all right. all right steve what are we doing tonight yeah so tonight we are going to start part 1 of the tower defense Scenario out of the Mad Titan Shadows box. And we mentioned this before, but Proxima and Corvus are married. So we figured we needed a married couple here to talk about Proxima and Corvus. So here we are, right? Makes sense. Makes sense. Total yeah. sense.
0: I just reached for Christian's hand and he will not take my hand. <laughs> there we go.
4: It must be a hybrid,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, if there's any villain that we both you know connect to the most, it's definitely Proxima Corp.
0: Yes, it's just like our marriage.
3: <laughs> nice. Well, that's so sweet. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: I mean, I'm only guessing. I haven't read the, heard the
0: story yet. But oh, just wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll we'll let you two take it away.
1: Yeah. So, um, I I think we should start with a little background of like our marvel knowledge uh it started with kids (laughs) and and movies our kids are way into it Mm -hmm. Um, and so we have encyclopedias we have little battle books we have toys we have so much stuff um and proxima and corvus are in very little of it yes (laughs) so that helps a lot when we're looking for information
0: So they are pretty recent to yeah. the comic wor- the Marvel comic world. Yeah. They're about 2012, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Um, so yes, they are married. They're members of the Black Order. They work for Thanos. They're very loyal uh, to Thanos. Um, I think it's even said that Corvus uh, betrayed all his people just to serve Thanos and become one of his, well, his, his general, basically. Um, Proxima has a lance. That's created by Thanos, which is usually what you see her pictured with. Corvus has a glaive. Uh-huh. Which head. allows him. Oh. To, yep. <laughs> and that's going to allow him to be immortal. We'll get there. As long as the glaive is intact. I think it has his soul in it, which is why that happens. Um, And we already said they're relatively new. So here's what's happening in the Corvus glaive and Proxima Midnight story.
1: Yeah. And this is all in the comics. So like, we know what happened in the movies, and we'll touch on that. But Thanos sends uh, his two, you know, best fighters, I guess, Quasim yes. and Corvus, the newlyweds, uh, <laughs> to Earth. Uh, to Is this like Earth. a honeymoon? Yeah, pretty much. Maybe it was. It was. Yeah, it was Thanos's gift to to them at their wedding.
0: Well, that spins a new <laughs> like light on it. I yeah. Thought, yeah. Um,
1: and we we <laughs> couldn't figure out a reason why they went to attack Earth.
0: Just because. Um, we
1: just think it was just because. Because it's Thanos and they're bad guys. Yeah. So okay. we could be totally wrong there. But um, in our extensive research, in the encyclopedias, this is what it said. <laughs> um, and they get word for uh, their other from uh, another Black Order member, uh, Ebony Maw, um, which you guys talked about a few episodes ago, I believe, um, that they know where Thanos' son is. And his name is Thane, which is a terrible name when your dad's name is Thanos.
0: Thanos <laughs> Thane.
1: It's not, not much different.
0: So they go to attack Thane, and while they're there, Corvus is killed the first time. So it's a marriage fraught with a lot of difficulty. Uh, mm. He's killed by Hyperion. Uh, am I saying that right?
1: Yeah, Hyperion. Okay. He's like Marvel Superman.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, and Thane's big thing is that he traps people in amber. So Corvus escapes that. He does get killed. Um, But Proxima and Thanos are in the Amber. And that's...
1: They get stuck in Amber?
0: They get stuck in Amber, yes.
1: Like Jurassic Park?
0: Uh, Maybe. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much.
1: It's the new new plot for the next Jurassic
0: Park movie. There you go. (laughs) Fortunately for Corvus, though, he has the glaive, which allows him to revive himself. So now he's up and kicking again. Um, And like any good husband... He goes to get help for his wife, so Corvus gets this guy Namor. He's like a sea, th- like like a um.
4: His name. Uh, Aquaman. He's like an Aquaman, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but mean,
0: or oh, yeah.
1: like sometimes mean and sometimes nice.
0: Okay. Yep. So Namor frees Proxima and Thanos. The happy couple is together again. Finally. Yeah. Then there's a whole big thing um about. I don't even, it's like ends multiple universes. They get, they go in a, basically they just go in battle. Battle for the multiverse. Um, And they both end up getting killed. Proxima (laughs) gets killed by Hela because Hela wants to show Thanos that, you know. She's loyal. She can do it. Um, And Corvus gets killed by himself because he would rather kill himself than die by Thanos' hand. He's too proud. (laughs) Yes. So we got till death do us part, taking on a whole nother meaning with these two. And I was telling Christian, half of all marriages in the U.S. end in divorce, but these two are sticking it out through everything. (laughs) Battles, betrayals, more than one death. Yeah. Okay. So then there's this guy named the Challenger who eventually revives them both again. Again, yeah. And they go on to become members of the new Black Order.
1: And that's all in the comics. Yes. (laughs) And the comic stories are so funny because people come and go, and then they- Come back again. Yeah. And they go again. So, this is definitely one of those stories. Um, but we thought it'd be fun to also list some fun facts that we know of uh, Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glaive.
0: Yeah. Um, that we oh, found of dur-
1: during our resource re- resource research. Um, one cool thing about Proxima is that she can survive planetary re entry. So, like if you think of, I'm trying to think of something on top of my head, like Halo, like Master Chief jumping from a ship down wow. to Earth. Like she can just do that uh, and survive, which is pretty cool.
0: She's amazing.
1: <laughs> That's what
2: I look for in a wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. That is one of the top things on her dating profile. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, that Proxima was also chosen for the Black Order because of her fighting skills. Corvus over there was chosen because he has he has fighting skills as well, and most of the things we associate with like superpowers, like. Speed and strength. strength, but he is a great general, tactician, maybe only second to Ebony Maw.
1: Yep. And like we said, he did betray his own people to join this little club. So Yes. Um, loyalty to his people? No. With <laughs> Thanos and power? Yes. Yes. Um, and fun fact again, Proxima has been in all four iterations of the Black Order. Yes. There's so many different... Lineups oh, okay. and leaders. Is she, she the only man, one? That's yeah. That's, yeah, what, we, that's so. what we found. Um, okay, excellent. So she's she's a good fighter.
0: Well, it might, Corvus might be because I think there's Thanos's Black Order, and then there's Corvus's Black Order, and then there's challengers. And Black they more Order like
1: a little cabal too. So. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. Well, it's um, always good
1: when
3: one of the halves like holds down a steady job.
0: Yeah, she's right. she's really. Yeah she is yeah she's the breadwinner yeah for sure um proxima had only one creator and no other collaborators on her character like
1: as a character in the, the
0: comics, comics. Yeah. yeah so just this guy named jonathan hickman with no other collaborators or input which is really rare for a comic book character yeah usually proxima. they kind of
1: tag team creations of stories and characters but apparently she was just out of one guy's mind and
0: yeah. He was thinking about her one night.
1: Oh gross.
0: And then <laughs> then he she came into being.
1: <laughs> um we we do know that Proxima Midnight and Um Corvus Glaive had their first date at California Pizza Kitchen.
0: Yes, little known <laughs> fact. <laughs> yeah.
1: okay. We did find we did find that out. Much mm-hmm. like um Angela and Christian did. So yeah. that's kind of funny. That's oh. weird. It's the nice. same.
0: Yeah. What oh. did they order?
1: Um, they shared a uh, barbecue chicken pizza
0: absolutely yeah. of course
1: and uh proxima probably paid <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Listen,
0: corvus was between jobs That's, okay? okay all right
4: between deaths uh, yeah. yeah yeah
0: between yeah. deaths
1: pretty i'm pretty sure that happened we're pretty sure that happened um
0: has he always been called corvus Glaive?
1: well little known fact again that when corvus was younger his parents weren't ready to give him the mighty glaive. Yeah. It's too sharp and powerful. So he was called Corvus Butterknife. Yes. For <laughs> the first portion of his life. Work um, his way
4: up to a glaive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So
1: yeah. I had a quick question. If you had your last, if you needed your last name to be a weapon, because his last name is the weapon he uses, which is, it's kind of funny to me. Um, what would, would you, what would you guys choose? Oh my goodness.
0: Hmm. Question. It's just, there's just uh, so many
1: bad ones. I know because uh, like it's like well Christian sword. that's just yeah.
4: I I would I'd go with pen because it's mightier than the sword. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. oh Nice. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> I,
1: I might
3: I might take Morningstar.
1: That's oh, yeah. That's a good one. Ooh, I like yeah. That. yeah. 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 It has to sound good with your name too. Like yes. We we know Corvus glaives Like it just sounds cool and like it does.
3: Rolls yeah. off the tongue.
1: Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, Daniel, I like Morningstar because you got Proxima Midnight. There's like,
0: yeah, yeah. that's
4: that
0: nice. It? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, What's th- another little known fact about Proxima Midnight?
1: Oh, yeah. The last one that we found out is that Proxima Midnight was actually uh, going to be the main title of the Beatles song Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. So they <laughs> would. <laughs> So instead of Eleanor Rigby, it would just say like Proxima
4: Midnight. Picks up the in church where like, a oh, I, I hear a new song, Daniel. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. was gonna say, Mike, get on the lyrics.
2: <laughs> so um, I was gonna say I have standards, but uh, listeners will know that I soon don't.
0: <laughs> you, you
2: really? A, yeah, you don't. Know. <laughs> it was a late switch to Eleanor.
0: Yeah, we could all sing it as a chorus, but we'll we'll save that. Um. Yeah, th- that's what we know about Proxima and Corvus. And as we pick up the game, like the Marvel Champions game, we have Thanos giving them the task of finding the reality stone after Ma was unfortunately defeated in his task. So Thanos is sending the lovers to the Avengers Tower because Loki told Thanos that's where the stone is.
1: Mm. Well, that was a great story.
4: Thanks. Learned a ton. <laughs> yeah. Thanks Good. a lot. 100%. I learned a lot, there, especially some of those things at the end. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Steve, are all these Black Order guys this like recent?
4: Yeah, because Ebony Maw's
3: not very old either,
4: right? Uh, they're and, they're all from that same
2: time period, right? It's super like, Giant uh, and Black that. Dwarf, right? They're they're all just kids. They're just kids. Yeah, and unfortunately, if you if you want to find them, they're going to be mixed up in a few series at first because that whole death of the multiverse thing just it was a big event, and I think yeah. what's ooh, I want to say. It's not the Illuminati. It's the New Avengers, where I think you might eventually—or that's where the story starts—that eventually turns into the the Cabal coming.
1: Okay. Okay. And I feel like a lot of them are related too, because you got the married couple Corvus and Proxima, Proxima. and then isn't Corvus's brother like isn't that Black Dwarf?
4: Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so it's just like a, it's a it's a family affair. It's full house. Yep. <laughs> Which one's Uncle Joey? Come
2: on, now, cut it out. <laughs>
4: Except everyone's moody yeah. and calls themselves uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Midnight. And,
3: yeah. <laughs> it's just a goth version of the show. That's all.
4: Yeah. yeah. So that was great. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for all the, all the good info. Um, why don't we take a look at the cards that we get for them in the game? Yes. Yeah.
1: Do you want me to read Corvus Glaive?
4: Yeah. Why don't you give us Corvus Glaive?
1: Yeah. So Corvus Glaive is, uh, he's a villain, uh, believe it or not. Um, his, his level one card, we'll start there, has two scheme and one attack. Uh, and on his attack, he does have a uh, special force response. So after he makes an undefended attack, discard the top card of the encounter deck, deal one damage to Avengers Tower for each boost icon on that card. And then the thing that makes this whole scenario unique, and when I first started playing this game, very confusing, is that... Corvus Glaive cannot be defeated While Proxima Midnight Has any hit points remaining
0: Because of marriage Marriage, yes
2: Marriage is what brings us together Today
1: (laughs) Um, His his game text Is pretty much the same Through all three levels Um, But what changes is Obviously the attack and scheme of values So in level 2 He's scheme 2 and attack 2 With the same forced response, and then level three, um, which Angela and I will never play because we're scared of him. Oh,
0: it's so intimidating.
1: Three scheme and two attack. Oh, and hit points. He gets a lot of those, too. Um, <laughs> he goes from eight to eleven and then to fourteen. So he, he's, he's a beast.
0: Yes. He's a general. That's why his scheme gets up there. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. And then we got Proxima Midnight. She is a villain as well. Uh, She schemes for one and attacks for two. She also has some text here. So she has a forced interrupt. When Proxima Midnight attacks you, choose to either deal one damage to Avengers Tower or Proxima Midnight gets plus two attack for this attack. And she also has a very similar text at the bottom. Proxima Midnight cannot be defeated while Corvus Glaive has any hit points remaining. Um, Her text stays the same, but her scheme changes. So she goes from level two is one scheme three attack and level three is two scheme three attack. Her hit points are nine per player, then 12 per player, and then 15 per player. Yeah, she hits pretty hard. Yes.
4: Yeah, I do not
1: look forward to that plus two. I mean, I look forward to the plus two attack because we're all villains. But when I'm playing the game, I'm not looking forward to it. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And that's every time she attacks. So it's a gang up. Anything that lets them activate multiple times. Oh yeah. just more damage on that tower.
0: Exactly. I'm like, who puts plus two on her attack? Always damage the tower. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I play protection, so always. Oh, okay. All right. We're um, gonna have to, we're gonna have to I always after. just let
3: her I always let her take out Squirrel Girl so she can get plus two attack. That's fine.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
4: yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. I say bye Maria Hill. That's what my, my Maria Hill is. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.
4: Uh, Mike, why don't you give us the scheme so we uh, have, have an idea what's going on here Helpful hint, read these in order because I just got confused as
2: all hell reading these things uh, Contents, <laughs> Proxima Midnight and Corpus Glaive The Tower Defense and Standard Sets and one recommended counter set uh, Armies of Titan Setup, you reveal stage 2A and put it into play next to this stage So There are two main schemes and two villains in play The Armies of Thanos is scheme 2A when revealed, put the Avengers Tower environment into play. Stronghold side, face up. Put the Focus Defense attachment into play attached to the stage. Each player searches the encounter deck for a copy of Black Order Procedure and puts it into play. Engage with them. Shuffle the encounter deck. There's a lot of cards on the table. And when I record this thing, it is a mess.
0: Yes. And, it, yeah. Lots of <laughs> cards.
2: <laughs> it's it's a bit of a pain. Uh, sometimes I will just move the tower around and just ignore the focus defense and just say the tower is it and then have its hit points off to the side. But yeah, there's quite a bit going on here. So then uh, the side Bs under siege is Proxima Midnight's scheme. Starts with one threat per player, goes up by one per player every round, and threats out at six per player. Proxima Midnight leads the Black Order in a direct assault on Avengers Tower. Forced interrupt. When this stage would be completed, remove all threat from this stage. Hey, that's good. You guys should do that. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, hang on, the fine print. Uh, then deal six damage per player to Avengers Tower. Not good.
0: Ooh, oh. That's a tough one.
2: Oh, that's, uh, that's a lot of damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: Uh, scheme 2B, the armies of Thanos. Corvus Glaive directs his forces from the front, using his tactical genius to counter the Avengers defense. This, of course, is Corvus Glaive scheme starts... Well, same stats. One per player goes up by one threat per player. Maxes out at six threat per player. Force interrupt when this stage would be completed. Remove all threat from this stage instead. That's good. Then deal each player one face down encounter card.
3: So that would give Star Lord his fourteenth card of the turn. Yeah, okay.
2: yeah. Right. yeah, I think Proxima got the sharper stick in this one.
0: Oh, yeah, Indeed. the lance. The lance is sharper. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's. I don't mind this one at all. In so.
0: I'm
3: intrigued by the art of both these
0: cards. Like, Proximus doesn't
3: have her on it, which is unusual, I think. Right. And and is Corvus Glaive's tactical genius just that he rolled up in a tank? Yeah, I don't even think
4: that's, that's him. That's, that's not, not, not even him. him, right? No, it's no, like a besieger. Like, yeah. Like, like, if he's leading from
3: the front, I guess he's bef- in front of this tank.
4: Well, and they're both commissioned art pieces because they have credit. So they yeah. could have had they had them on there fighting and doing stuff, but well clearly we Hawkeye. I mean come
2: Clearly on. Proxima is under siege from Marvel person and Hawkboy.
3: Oh yeah, okay. Isn't that Marvel person Carol Danvers?
2: I don't know. I don't pay attention to that side. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, that um, is pretty, it is pretty strange though that she's not even on yeah. the card.
0: Yeah. yeah. We wanted yeah. our pictures taken. Corvus <laughs> yeah. and Proxima really wanted to be threat they're threatening. They're scary. They Although,
3: yeah. I will say you kind of wear a funny hat, Proxima.
0: Yeah. I mean, hella has got really me beat, it. but... Yeah.
2: I, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Corvus looks dead, but that makes sense now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah he
2: can he's been dead many times.
0: You know, we just look past each other's flaws. That's what we do in this marriage. Yeah. Good. My hat and your yes. death face.
3: <laughs> and I like that you're both equally enraged, enraged by not being on the art.
4: Yeah absolutely yeah. come on ffg
0: come on it's just, it's just odd
4: daniel why don't you give us the last two and then we'll, let's talk about the whole thing like sure Howard sure yeah well
3: yeah. both of these schemes have made made something this thing called avengers tower well that's an environment it's got the stronghold uh trait the unique rule does not apply to avengers tower okay oh, cheaty
2: heroes
3: unbelievable (laughs) Mm -hmm. forced response after damage is placed here if there is at least nine damage per player remove all of it and then flip avengers tower over when you do that it's got the damage side um it has the same damage threshold on it and if uh the bad guys hit that one for nine per player game over folks heroes lose yes and steve will be talking more in depth about that process um, the next card is focused defense. It's an attachment uh, permanent. The villain who matches the attached scheme is the active villain. Forced response after the player phase ends, attaches card to the other main scheme. So Steve, put that all together. What does all this mean? This sounds like just nonsense.
4: Yeah, it it really does, which makes it a very unique and fun scenario. So fun. Have, And the rule book shows you how to set it up, but you have, I always put Proxima on the left. I don't know if that's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, Proxima on the left, her scheme right under her. Corvus on the right, his scheme right under him, and the tower in the middle. And this focus defense starts on Corvus's scheme. It's attached to his scheme. And you're going to take your turn. And after the player phase ends, after all the players take their, their turn, the focus defense will move to the other main scheme, activating that villain. And that is the villain who will attack or scheme. Uh, any time a card says the villain attacks or the villain schemes, or when you activate that piece of the villain phase, that villain will go. So Proxima is always going to be the one who goes first because it starts on Corvus. It'll move over to her ladies first. Always. Always. And the tower, you, when Mike read the sites, the main schemes, you don't lose by threading out. There's no threat out option. You could just keep those main schemes can just keep reaching their th- threat threshold their special effect goes off and you don't lose now if proximus goes off too many times it will destroy the tower because the tower can only take nine damage per player and proximus does six per player each time so you you really can't let hers go off corvus is just going to give you an extra card it's going to make it a little harder both of them are doing something when they attack which can also damage the tower so that's the big deal here is defend the tower don't let the tower take damage because like you said, Daniel, if it takes nine, it'll flip over, and then it'll take nine again and be destroyed, and then you lose. You can also lose by uh, taking enough damage to yourself and dying. Right. That's interesting, Steve, because the way I've been playing it is that uh,
2: you, when the player phase ends, you second guess whether you've moved focus defense, and then you don't know what you have to do, and you have to rewind the video. <laughs> <laughs> not,
4: did, did I move it? I <laughs> don't remember. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's good.
0: I'm like the self. What you've declared me the Marvel Champions, like game keeper. Like I have to keep track of everyone's text, and we. I mean, they need to come. They could come up with some sort of app for that, where it's yeah. like, you know, oh, don't forget this, and don't forget that, because yeah. I feel like that happens all the time. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of triggers in this one that you can get lost on pretty easily.
4: Yeah, you have to – there's a few of them out there where you need to take a moment, l- survey the, the table. Okay, we did this. Move on to the next step. Right. Or, or um, like you said, you have kids there, so we'd be playing, and then the kid will distract you, and you turn back to the table and you're like, oh, where was I? I'm completely <laughs> lost now. So
2: Yeah. For when I play with the group, we actually have to draw a line and be like, you don't touch cards on this side of the table because I have a hard <laughs> enough time remembering when I do it, let alone if you did it.
0: Right. Yes. I like that. Yeah. I'm nodding. I'm waving my hanky. Yes. <laughs> I, that is what I, I'm all for that. Like, don't touch things. Don't interrupt me. Yeah. And I have a theory about the right side, left side, how you place them. Are you right-handed? I am. Okay. So I always put Corvus on the right as well. And I think it's because he, it starts on, like, it's the t- focus defense starts on his side. And so... I want it on my right. That's my theory.
4: Hmm, mm, could be.
0: I don't know.
4: I wonder if there's a picture of it though, like in the manual that I saw once, which is why I do it that way.
0: Well, I put Proxima
3: be- on the left because she's associated with the number one.
0: Oh,
1: and number one goes first,
0: as all wives are. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I agree. <laughs>
0: um,
3: so playing this one is a lot of fun. This is a brilliant scenario.
2: It is. It's a lot to parse, but once you get there, it really is fun.
3: And it has one of my favorite things that a game like this can have. The sort of sucker you into early bad decisions because it doesn't seem that bad. Mm. So how Corvus and Proxima have that thing, like they can do something awful or just do a damage to the tower. Yeah. Right. You're like, oh, I'll just ping the tower, whatever. It's only one. And then, oops, Proxima's scheme goes off and the tower flips. You're like, ah, you know, like it just early on, you're like, well, what's the harm? I love that mechanic. I love making that mistake as a hero.
2: Sneaks up on you.
3: Yeah, totally does.
2: We're trained, though. We're trained. Like, now when we play, but don't do it. I don't, I don't even know what this scenario is. Just don't do it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they need to pull what uh, what Maxine did in Arkham, where there's a, a few times it asks you stuff. It just it teases you, and it actually does nothing.
0: <laughs> ah. It's like, tricky yeah
1: i like this one because it feels like you're not in a lot of um what's the word i'm looking for i don't feel like you're gonna die as a player and lose a ton of hit points like they're not if you do it correctly then you won't get attacked a lot by the villains they'll do the there's other things that you need to worry about other than like you as a hero when you're playing it yes
0: yeah Yeah. there's a lot a lot more to worry about I remember playing this over and over solo, and I played Thor Aggression, I think. Um, But, you know, I think I fell into the the trap of putting, just put it on the tower, you know, the god of lightning will take care of it. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, he didn't.
2: Because inevitably, (laughs) inevitably, Proxima's going to get an advance and get just a lucky draw and you're going to get yep. six damage. Yep. It's going to happen.
3: Now, yep. the heroes do have, I think, the advantage in this scenario because they know who's coming next all the time. And it's like clockwork. So, Steve, when you and I played this recently, we were able to sort of focus all of our shutdown, confuse, and stun stuff on Proxima Midnight and, and really sort of just dealt with Glaive every other turn.
4: Yeah, I feel like Proxima's so, scheme has to be your focus for threat removal yeah. but and her i think her attack is actually less threatening than corvus's because you have to block his or else you could be putting three damage on the tower you you know you if you don't defend his attack you flip over a card and what how many boost ca- icons are on that right. so you could be looking at you know zero to three you could get lucky with a zero but you know it, it's going to be like a two most of the time
3: mm-hmm.
4: so you have to be ready to defend him and you have to be ready to thwart herds, I think. Uh, that's the I found that is the most efficient way for me to play and, and have right. the best chance of holding right. out. So What I didn't mention when we were talking about the overall setup was their health. You guys read the text on them, but they can't be defeated if the other has hit points. So you have to, like on a level 1, you have to do 9 damage to Proxima. Then you have to do 8 damage to Corvus Glaive. Then they both advance to stage 2, and you start over again, and you have to hit them both. And there's a point in there where they could heal up uh, after you've done damage to them, so that she's back in the game, or Corvus is back playing. So you have to worry about spreading your damage out uh, between the two yep. of them evenly, I think, as well. You can yeah. overshoot their hit points, though, right? I don't no. believe that you put more damage on them than they have health. I, oh. I do not think you can.
3: You don't get an endless pool of non-healing to deal with.
4: Right. Once you've put damage on them up to their health, you can't add any more. It's sort of like indirect damage where you can't take more indirect than you have health because you just can't. Just can't. Just can't. They're
0: at zero. They're at zero. Right.
4: Yeah. And the other thing that happens too, I, I didn't mention when we were talking about the whole thing is when you go to step one of the villain phase and you raise the threat, both main schemes get that threat. It's not the active one. They both get the threat. So they're yep. both they're both advancing equally one per player per turn. And an acceleration token affects both of them. So if you get an acceleration, they're both adding an extra one. So, you know, they're both out there. You could thwart either one at any time, but they're both advancing together as well. So that's something you don't want to miss either.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, one of you talked about, was it Steve? Did you talk about playing protection who plays That's me. Mike's
4: thing. That's Mike's thing. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I would say it that way, too, because I, I, I would say, oh, I hate protection, but it's really just that I haven't perfected it. So, um, Mike, I feel like protection would do really well against this um, because, well, or maybe like I'm thinking Doctor Strange as well. There's like that ally swarm deck that we play just for the ability to defend and then stand again yeah Um, because that's what i mean you're you're gonna have to defend
2: oh yeah for sure for sure and uh is there a lot of pierce in this like could you get away with just spamming
4: tufts Mm. oh we'll we'll have to see next week when we look at the cards i
0: don't think think there's a lot of pierce
4: (laughs) (laughs) except for proxima when she has her spear out yeah they have sharp weapons
0: yeah Yeah. they okay
4: yeah all right well I mean, we are going to come back next week. We're going to talk about the rest of the encounter cards, but do we have more to say about the the main mechanics or these characters or these cards right here? I don't think so.
3: Anything more to say will be revealed when we get to the rest of their encounter deck and you see the shenanigans they can do.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah, I would just like to double down on like the hit point remaining thing. I think that's that was so cool when we first played it. It was just it was it hadn't been in the game before, and it's like, wait, I killed this guy? No, I didn't, <laughs> because <laughs> you didn't. He, His
3: marriage is too strong.
1: I know yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I, I like that mechanic, and I like I mentioned earlier, um, having something to worry about as a player other than your health uh, that ends the game uh, is is unique, and it makes it just that yeah. much more interesting.
0: Yeah, because, uh, you know, that in the MCU, I guess they have the scene where they, like, fight together uh, in Scotland, right? Um, but they don't really talk about them being married. No. And I like that this brings in the theme of them uh, being married.
4: Yep. Yeah, definitely. All right, Mike. Well, uh, how do the folks get a hold of us? Hey, folks. What pizza did you order on your first date?
2: <coughs> Email us at pod at com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Love, and Wandering Took. And you can find Christian and Angela at Married and Bored. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Proxima Midnight, take us out.
0: In the name of death! In the name of sorrow! In the name of chaos and war! In the name of Thanos! Hunt and kill! Oh, I got to! I don't know if I can do it again because Christian was laughing at me the whole time. Oh, but it was so good, Christian. Turn around. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'll I'll close my eyes and I won't listen.
0: Okay, should I back up?
1: Yeah, try back. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's fine too. Okay, ready?
1: I'm just gonna let you guys know right now that when I do Corvus, it will not be that good.
0: I'm setting a high bar. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, it's got to be now. Sorry.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is oh. this is who you live with Christian <laughs> <laughs>